Anyways, well, so you haven't eaten all day. So the first thing you thought to yourself was like, you know what? I ain't getting that many Ubers. I'm just going to fucking go Chick-fil-A. The first thing I thought was, damn, that chicken sandwich looks nice. <laughs> Wait, but my question here is, from the time where I last texted you, what did you do in that time between? Oh, I went to go, um, I went to the grocery store, actually. So but you spent I, an I, hour at the grocery store? Yeah, I couldn't find anything that, um, you know, any snacks that caught my eye. So I just said, hmm, chicken sandwich. This <laughs> motherfucker. So you go to the grocery store. You don't get groceries. I do. So go no, no, I do get stuff, though. I'm, I'm not dumb. I got, oh, like, I got, like milk and a bunch of canned coffees. Milk and a bunch of canned coffee. You're still drinking milk, you fucking monster? I, I don't drink milk by itself. That's gross. The only well, no one fucking drinks milk by themselves besides maybe my mom, but still. That's nasty. <laughs> That's gross, dude. Dude, my mom can have fucking milk with carne asada. Ew, what the fuck? Don't, don't oh, ask the... the logistics of how she's able to do that. She just does it, and I don't get it myself. That's pretty gross, honestly. I, I can't I, I can't deal with that. I don't know how you do it. It's just it's just so thick. You can't just drink it. It's dude, I it's can't. Nasty. My body doesn't let me digest milk in general anymore, dude. I my stomach started turning like almost right away. Two minutes into drinking milk, my stomach's like, nah, you're done, you're over. I I only drink almond milk now. That's really? It. Really? Yeah. Are you lactose? I think I drank myself into being lactose intolerant. I don't think that I don't think that's a thing, but you might have just developed it. I mean, no, I could. That's... I mean. When you think about it, because a lot of people have, like, told me stories about this. Like, when they were younger, they were fine. But, like, they used to drink uh, so much milk, their body just couldn't handle anymore. Because at the end of the day, you know how they said, like, oh, um, milk is good for your bones. And later on, you grow up and you're like, actually, milk is fucking terrible for you. I don't know. I've never heard of that. I just, I, I don't, like, that's never happened to me. Ever. Like, I've tried different kinds of milk and I like it. But it, it's all just, like, to me... It's just milk, like, you know, it, it, for, for cereal, you know, like, it doesn't matter to me, like, what I have. Like, I tried coconut milk, soy milk, almond milk. You know what it's I think really it good. was? No, well, I think, I think when it all happened, back when I was still working on Hot Topic, so one day, I, I specifically remember, I went to uh, Subway, and I got myself uh, a bottle of their milk, which is probably a terrible idea. I don't know why I'm fucking buying milk at a goddamn Subway. Wait, why? <laughs> okay, so I was I wanted to get milk because I bought myself cookies. Because I, mm. I used to open the store, so I would get there really early in the day. Um, So most of the time, I'd get there and I'd want something to eat. So I was like, you know what? Usually, I'd, I'd go to Starbucks because the Starbucks is on the same floor as the Hot Topic. But this time, I was like, you know what? Instead of a bagel, what do I get myself some milk and a cookie? Or like two cookies, you know, Let's get go. myself a like, little wake-up. So, I I'm eating, and like twenty minutes after I drink the milk, my stomach was like, "What the fuck did you put into me?" <laughs> oh my god! And after that, I my body just couldn't take milk. I think it was done. It's like you know what? After that shitty milk, I'm not fucking letting you drink milk anymore. Do you think maybe you just had like expired milk? There's a good chance that, would, that was, that was the case. That would that would definitely be my first thought was I had expired milk. But I mean, it wouldn't be the first time my body completely rejected something after eating a bad version of it cuz you I've told you before, I can't eat hot dogs. Mm, yeah. Like my body will not allow it. it. When I was 11 and I ate that bad hot dog and I got fucking food poisoning out of it. After that, my body was like you're never eating a fucking hot dog again. I try to eat a hot dog, I fucking gag at the thought. I'm like I'm good. So then it sounds like a mental state kind of thing where it's like it just like scarred you so deeply that you just subconsciously reject it now, you know? I think that may that may be the case because most of the time whenever I eat something bad and I get like really sick of it, I'm just like, my body's like, no, you can never eat it anymore. I had stuff like that happen to me, yeah. But anyways, let me get into the intro. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Meet the Roommates, where I, myself, and usually my co-host, Bella, uh, host this podcast every week or 
twice a week where we take whatever topic we want to talk about, whether it be anime, manga, or pop culture in general, and we give our thoughts on it. Our terrible thoughts on it most of the time, but you know. But anyways, today she's not here with me, sadly. She's at work. She's coming home. I brought on a different guest. He's been my best friend for years, and he still fucking bugs me every now and then. So I thought I'd bring him on. It's Kevin. Hey, what's up? How are we doing? So today, I I, I didn't really have a topic to bring up today. I just kind of hit him up last minute. I was like, hey, do you want to do a quick podcast? And he was like, for sure, because, you know, he has nothing better to do. And that's the type of people I want to I want and need. I, I never do anything. I never have anything to do. So that's why I constantly bug him, too. It's fun. Fuck off. But so today... Um, I I've told you earlier. Maybe we could talk about Final Fantasy fifteen um, or seven. Um, we'll, oh my we'll God. talk about. <laughs> okay, we we'll get into that. But you know what? I thought I'd make it generalized and talk about like gaming wait, in general. Okay, okay, wait. But I can't really talk to you about seven because we haven't finished it. I but I've played the original. That's uh, true. Okay, we could talk about the original. Sure. I mean, well, I don't remember. The, it's been a while since I replayed the original. You're, oh, you're really? Just, yeah, it's been a while because I mean, I still remember. Sp- Bits and pieces of it, just like um, the most important parts, obviously. Yeah, uh, I, I played it the first time, and and it was okay. It it's, it doesn't live up to the hype. Sorry, guys, but you know, okay. it, it's still pretty good. Don't get me wrong; it's just not the best Final Fantasy. All right, Let, let's calm down a little. That's bit. that's a that's a really interesting debate, and I would love to get someone in. Who has an opposing opinion? I have the perfect person in mind, and it's not a mutual. It's like oh, another like internet personality. I'm gonna reach out to her and see if she'd be down to come on and debate sure. whether Final Fantasy VII is the best Final Fantasy or not. It, it's it. Look, let me let me just say one last thing about it. It is. It was the best Final Fantasy for its time because of its graphics and storytelling. That is why people are like so nostalgic about it. It's because when they first played it, 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 it imagine like you're, you're living in that time, right? And you play this game that like the graphics at that time were so good to you, right? <laughs> yeah, because like, the PS1 graphics mm-hmm. were like mind blowing to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They're like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep in mind, this game was supposed to also be like it was a, a, it, a Nintendo 64 kind of. Yeah, but, but then, like, you, uh, Nintendo didn't want to, like, mm-hmm. compromise with them. And they said, you know what? We're pulling the plug. Mm-hmm. But... And that's when they went to Sony and, like, the disc system is the future. Mm-hmm. Wait, can... Wait, you know what's really funny? I still find it funny. I think after that, Nintendo did not want to do anything with disc drives for a while. Because when you really think about, like, their, their lifespan, the only time they ever did, like, CDs were the Wii. The GameCube, but even then, it was a special type of CD. It was their yeah. own miniaturized. Yeah. And then the Wii U. And after that, they're like, fuck this. We're going back to our cartridge thing. Mm. It's because you could hold a lot of um, a memory in like a little chip, essentially. Well, nowadays but... you can. I mean, back then, the technology wasn't there for it because they had the fucking floppy disk. <laughs> that's way no, before your time pedro you don't you don't you we're don't talking know. about no when i was in school in elementary school i was still using floppy disk really yeah i remember doing my fucking what? microsoft they, they they were teaching me microsoft point in fifth grade and i remember specifically floppy going to, disk yes on the floppy they're like <laughs> print your print your fucking print your presentation on this fucking floppy disk and I thought it was like the coolest thing at the time. I was like, technology. Oh my god. <laughs> Remember the CD players? Everyone had one. Yeah. You mean the Walkman? No, no, no. CD players. Well, yeah, well, I remember CD players and I remember tapes. And I th- I think I was born in that sweet spot. We both were born in that perfect sweet spot, 1994 and 1995, where you grew up and saw technology evolve to what it is today, so you never really lagged behind it because it was coming out as you were aging. Yeah, yeah. I get, so, I get that. So it really allowed us to kind of grow up with technology. But Pedro, it's it's picking up. 
we're getting left behind. <laughs> Listen, this is why I try to keep up to date with everything as much as possible. And I think as I go older, I want to learn more because I don't want to be that grandpa who's like, what are the kids into these days? <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Okay, Not but right so, now, though. We're still young. To get back to the generalization of gaming, like, where did you first start gaming? Hmm. Like, what's your earliest memory of, like, you know, you're like, I'm a kid, but, like, I love my, games. My earliest gaming is Mario Kart 64 and Smash Brothers with my brother. My actual uh, brother. Not my, not my friend. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, because luckily for me, I had, well, I, I had an older brother, but he wasn't into that since my older siblings are, like, from Mexico. So, I had my cousins... And they always had the latest up-to-date things. And my earliest memory is, you know, playing the 64 with them. I remember uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, Super Smash Brothers, a few other games that I can't put my finger on. I know there are other, like, fighting games. I, I remember I used to play on the 64 with them. And from them, like, I developed my taste for gaming. You know, as gaming grew up, you know, more system came out. The PS2, I mean, I played the PS1. Actually, I remember the PS1. I completely forgot about this. My first experience with gaming was actually was the PS1. My stepdad had had found this PlayStation and he he got, he found like a broken, or I guess I'm not sure it was broken, but did you ever see the PlayStation that had like a installment where it had like a small t- it was like tv installment like screen oh yeah yeah but that yeah. was later wasn't it it was like a bit later but he had found one because i really doubt he i remember he tinkered it with a lot and he was like opening it up and like trying to fix it and he fixed it and he showed me tomb raider mm. and then yeah damn dude that's that's insane. I don't. I don't remember that far back. Like that's my memory sucks to be honest. But, so the, yeah. But, but well, what? I did have some. I, I if I could remember correctly though, like the first PlayStation One game I played was a game called Twisted Metal, which was basically ah, car Twisted combat. Metal. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh my god. That game. And I was like, yeah, I would play that with my dad essentially because he would play it, and then. Uh, yeah, it just it just that 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 series is like whenever I tell somebody about it, I feel like they don't know what it is or never heard of it, and I'm just like, dang. Uh, so for me, like a uh, hidden gem. It, it is. I think I, I think the very first PS One game I remember playing is Spyro. Mm, yeah, that's also a good one. Yeah, because my friend had a PS One. I uh, it's back when I think we lived behind him or like a garage adjacent to the house. So I would go to his house, which is literally right next door. Luckily, he was my or my age basically. And he has PS One, and I would go and play game whatever games he had. And I remember playing Spyro with him. And as I grew up, I always remembered Spyro because I mean, as a kid, who didn't fucking love dragons? Let's be honest. Yeah, who didn't like like dragon platforming? That's crazy. All right. Now, let, let let me let me let me ask you a question because I I feel like a lot of people don't get to ask you questions, so I'm gonna ask you a question. All right, go. <clears throat> All right. Why haven't you finished seven? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What what what's the as far as you can remember? What is the first anime you've watched? I thought we were gonna go for gaming. I thought you were gonna go for like what's like the most fond memory of a game you have, or like no, no, the no, game no, that started with no, you. No, no, the no, first no. anime I, I, I'm, I ever, I'm taking over now. I've told you this. The first anime that I watched that stuck with me and stood out for me was yes, I grew up with Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh. I mean, everybody did. But was that the generation. gateway? You know, no, what I mean? it wasn't the gateway because there was actually an anime I saw when I was younger that stuck with me. Stuck with me, and for some reason, I never forgot the name. I always remembered it, and that was Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. Oh, oh! Mine was something generic, like Inuyasha, which it was. <laughs> 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 no, so okay, so 
I believe the reason I remember it so fondly because I remember I was at my cousin's house. They used to live behind me, so I could literally go to their house whenever I wanted, late at night. And so I was at their house late at night, and because they lived in the garage, and they it was when tsunami first had become out of the many times tsunami has been canceled and come back. I can make a whole episode about that because oh tsunami gave us so much. Um, but no, so I went over one night. And they they had tsunami on. They were done gaming for the night, and they put it on. And everybody was trying to go to sleep. And I was and as a kid, you know, you have a lot of energy, so you can stay up. And even if you stay up late, the next the next morning you wake up at fucking seven a.m. Like I'm ready to go. I miss that. Oh my so god! <laughs> I stay up, and this anime comes on, and I think it's the coolest shit ever. Just a bunch of cyborgs, and his power is he can accelerate super fast. Oh what? I probably zero. freaked out, yeah. Yeah, I was the coolest shit ever because as a kid, I love running. I mean, to this day, I, I love the concept of going fast. Like, not in a car because I feel like you don't get the full experience, but, like, having that freedom of just having the air run through you, it's so liberating to me. I, Damn, I never you should try like, convertible or something. Go pretty quickly. Then no, see, I don't, feel it, I don't like uh-huh. mechanical speed unless you have oh, some okay. play in it. I think it's kind of cool, though. I mean, I kind of like how it feels when you go really quickly. Like, I've been... Yeah, like, it doesn't feel that bad. So, for me, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, that's so cool. And for, like, a week straight, I remember I'd be, like, running at my elementary school. And I'd be doing the little... Because to activate his power, he clicks his tongue, I believe. He goes... And um, he's like, he yells out, accelerate. And he just starts running on, like, unbelievable speeds. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I still think it's the coolest ever. I mean, there's And then you're like, damn, I want to be like that dude. Yeah, I was like, I want to be that dude. I want to be running as fast as humanly possible. And then later on learning that the human could only withstand only like a couple miles an hour, which was upsetting to me. Oh, yeah, or else your skin just peels off and your whole face just melts away. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I think the fastest anyone's ever run was a Usain Bolt. He ran, what was it, 18 miles an hour? God. <laughs> I, I, don't He's just quote booking me on that. it, man. The man, the man just, like, <laughs> he left don't. a trail of fire. Like, what the hell? Don't, don't quote me on that. I, I can't. I could be mistakenly <laughs> wrong. And wait, I have. I have technology. Okay, Google. What's the fastest anyone has ever ran? About twenty-seven and a half miles per hour. Holy On shit! Times. Com, they say. What? Davis, okay, Google, so stop. Twenty-seven miles an hour. I was way off. That's even worse. That's fucking horrifying. This man, How this does, man. <laughs> what type of legs does this man have? Dude, I want to see his legs. They're probably pretty fucking beefy. Like, they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> what type of power did this man t- discover we can run 27 miles an hour? He's running at car speeds. Yo, I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like he has more than two legs. <laughs> Probably has some hidden. You don't see it. No, you know what? I think he finally discovered the the correlation between running fast and listening to the Sonic Adventure soundtrack. Oh my god! He just can just you you can't tell me whenever you listen to the the opening theme song to Sonic Adventure Two Battle, you're like, I gotta run, I gotta go fast, guys. Rolling around at the speed of sound, got places to go, gotta. I forgot the lyrics, but yeah, that. That song is godly. I don't care what anyone says. I was never really into the Sonic Adventure series. Oh, you can fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, what's what's the game that drove you into being a gamer, Kevin? Because we all have our things, you know. For me, it became anime. Uh, for Rudy, it became just being the fucking smartest guy in the room, sadly. I That's probably the only man I will admit that to. Um... But what what drove you to gaming? What game called to you? Like I want to continue gaming for the rest of my life. Like what? There's I mean, there's different kinds of gaming. It just depends on what kind of gaming you're specifically talking about. Well, just in gaming, like what's the game that first like spoke to you that you you understood that gaming was 
on a different level. Like games just spoke to you. Oh, like 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 that. Like basically, it was like this is the kind of game I like to play. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Easy tactics. Ta- oh, fucking Final Fantasy tactics, tactics. really? This yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Love this the motherfucker. story. Love the music. Love the gameplay. Love the characters, dude. Dude, this is this Final Fantasy is literally the darkest Final Fantasy. Like, like, what? Not, yeah, yeah. I take it back. Yeah, no, the darkest one. I literally kid you not. There's murder. There's backstabbing. There's like other stuff. I can't really say. But yeah. No. Well, okay. This, you, your bitch ass has been talking about tactics for as long as I can remember. I remember when you first <laughs> got your goddamn cheap ass PS Po. PSP Go, and you're like, I'm playing Tactics. I'm... And you constantly told me that at least 18 different times throughout the whole time you're living over here in California. By the way, guys, uh-huh. this guy decided to move from amazing-ass California to shitty-ass Texas. Not, e- not even Austin, Texas. Fucking Buckfoot, middle of nowhere, Houston, Texas. Watch out. They're going to get you, Pedro. <laughs> Let them come they're get gonna, me. They're gonna find you. If if anyone from back. Houston, Texas, ever listens to this, you you're more than welcome to come and find me. I don't like Texas. Dang. They're but anyways, we're you. we're sidetracking. No, go. What? Why did you love this game so much? You really want to know why I like it so much? Okay, I'll tell you why. Because it, 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 it's a very, what's the word, um, complex game. Basically, it's about um, two friends. Um, one's basically a noble and the other one is poor, right? And the poor guy's sister gets kidnapped, right? Uh-huh. And so it's up to them to go find her. But the thing is, he's all like... Oh, well, if I was rich and had power, then I could just go get her instead of just waiting for help to arrive. And then the other dude's like, oh, well, if you could, like, endeavored hardships, you know, then you can make it through anything, you know. And that's, like, a really spoken out thing because, you know, as, like, you deal with hardships, you know, you don't know how to deal with them. So, like, some people endeavor it and just push through. And they come out fine, whereas other people just are like, oh, damn, like, like, I wish I had power, you know, in order to keep those around me that I love safe. And and, and it was just a cat, a clash of ideology. And, and that's really why I like it, because it's just those two ideologies clashing because these people, these two people that know each other end up going their separate ways. So... From from what I can tell, I think that's been your type of game for as long as I remember. Because I mean, from when we're talking about Pokemon, your favorite games were Black and White and Black and White too, because of that story driven yeah. the the, the story driven part of it. The the ideas of um, what was it? In the game was I was what was the two conflicting powers? It was idealism. It, it was and... it was idealism and truth. I yeah, I just I just really like games that basically like there's two points of view on it and like two different ways of living and if one could like learn about the other one and accept it then that's what people don't really do you know nowadays it's a a lesson essentially and i i try to like you know do that myself with my own ideologies and other people's i think most of the time the reason i enjoy those type of games is because they give you that freedom to to, they lay out both sides of each story and they give you like the backstory of each one. They don't like cut anything in half or um, not share specific information. So you get both sides and they let you pick whatever route you choose, whether it be truth, idealism, um, war, peace, whatever it is. It's always a, it's always good when a, a game doesn't try to like um, narrow your point of view to one specific way of viewing things. That's true. Yeah, 
you, 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 you get to understand both sides, and that's really, like, a really nice... I, I, I really like when the game does that, honestly, but um, the gameplay was also a nice touch to it. It was a lot like... Um, I wouldn't want to say chess, but it, there's definitely... It basically is like chess. A, I mean, it has chase, the, chess mechanics to it. Yeah, yeah, there's a grid, and you have to take into consideration on, like like turns as well as like the weather as well as the height so like you could be standing on a cliff and like a, a person could be below you and you could try to swing at them and it would miss because you would be on a cliff wait and what the hell versa. this sounds much more complicated because i thought i was going to compare it to fire emblem but this sounds way more complicated than fire emblem no no yeah it, it has all that to do um you have like turns on top of that you have you could use magic but then the magic's like okay do you want to target a specific panel or this specific person? And if you target this specific person and they move away from that panel, right? Um, there's area of effects, right? Because they're magic, so they're gonna hit everything around it. So literally, this person or the computer or whatever like could run up to you while you're being t- while you're targeting them with magic, and when the magic sets off, it's gonna hit you and him, and and they they will do that, you know, occasionally. So um, is it like, because, okay, since I'm getting Fire Emblem, is it like Fire Emblem? Like, when you get your companions, do they die? Do they have, like, the classic, you know, they die permanently and you want you can't use them anymore? Yes, yes, they do. So so they have this mechanic where, like, okay, so you get you get KO'd, right? And yeah. so you're, you're just, your body is left there, right, for a certain amount of turns. Once those turns are over, your body basically crystallizes and that counts it as a permanent death. So you can't get that character back anymore. Uh, maybe I might go back to play this game. Maybe not. I'll see. Yeah, because you have, you have, like, it gives you time to, like, if you want to, you could run over to them and revive them. But sometimes, like, they'll, it'll, it'll be kind of tricky because if you go, if you let one person go to in, right, and they get jumped and they get killed, like, are you supposed to revive them? Like, you, you could either, like, finish that round and beat the enemy really quickly and they'll still save them or or literally try to save them but i i feel like you'll end up trying you'll end up getting killed in the process you know because there's a bunch of enemies some of them are pretty overpowering i'm not gonna lie uh for me what was the first game that probably resonated with me that i was like damn gaming is something else around Oh, that's so hard to think about when I really think about it. There's so many games that like spoke to me as a kid from I also I also like a bunch of fighting games too. I just me like too. You know, well actually <laughs> actually no, I think out of fighting games, I didn't really enjoy them until like Smash Brothers came into my life. Or Millions. Oh really? Yeah, like, I don't I, I don't I, know what it was. Like even to this day, like fighting games are like cool and all but they have to like have a very unique premise for me to be like oh hell yeah i'm full on in for me it was marvel versus capcom oh yeah marvel versus capcom is really good wait can we since we're talking about fighting games when it comes to underrated can we talk about fucking playstation's attempt of doing smash brothers which was all stars oh my god we don't talk about that why why it's bad it's a bad game (laughs) it was funny you can see what they were trying to do you mean rip off Smash Brothers? Yeah. Yes, but they did yeah, in the most yeah, hilarious no. way. <laughs> <laughs> so some of those characters were not balanced whatsoever, and some of those characters were completely useless. Like Raiden. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that game was um. Raiden, Raiden, and Dante were beyond the most broken characters in that game. Like once you got a combo going, it was it was you're dead. There's no way you're getting out of it. We we don't talk about that game anymore. Okay, so actually, you're gonna you this could go. This would be a perfect sidetrack into our most known subject. Was I think the game that really made me love gaming was the first Kingdom Hearts. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so hear me out real quick. So I started playing Kingdom Hearts around the time Cage Two had come out. I think I had already come out. I remember seeing demos of it. It probably came out in Japan, and you probably saw it in Japan, and it just hit North America. I think so. It was I was in seventh grade or like sixth grade. No, I was in sixth grade. Oh, it was two thousand six. 
I was what, 11 fresh out of elementary school? Probably. Yeah. So, yeah. So I remember there, my cousin was playing too. And I was like, can I play this game? And my cousin being the asshole he is, he's like, no, you can play this game if you beat the first one. So he's like, play the first one, beat it by yourself without any help. And you can play Kingdom Hearts too. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> Dude, no! I wanted to play Kingdom Hearts 2 because I was seeing the fucking drive forms. I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Kevin, you can't lie to me and my, not say that the drive forms are the one of the coolest mechanics ever. My my brother basically told me he was like, Hey, you could play number two, but you have to beat Sephiroth first. It's <laughs> just <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Yo, and then I, I remember, I, dude, I remember playing Platinum Match over and over and over and over. You <laughs> and can I, never do it. No, I did it. No, I, I fucking no, did it. you fucking lied. I swear you I did it. I, I swear I did it. I remember doing it, and I showed him, and the next morning he got it for me, and he even woke me. He woke me up to, you know, to see the cutscene, essentially. But, yeah, no, he... he I literally had to show him. No way. How many times did you play it to get it down? Oh my god, I died a bunch of times. I, rem- I remember being very close to beating him. But then he sinned heartless angel me. And I wasn't able to get in, in time to him. And then he like smacked me. So I was like, ah, oh, well. I, I re- actually, now you just unlocked the memory of me. I remember one of the things that when I was playing it. Wait. Let me just tell you, okay, so when I was playing Kingdom Hearts for the first time, I fell in love with it right away. Because, I mean, Disney and cool anime-looking characters, I was, like, full-on in. Like, I had, I think a few years ago, had played Final Fantasy VII for the first time. And I already knew about, you know, um, Cloud and Squall and all of them. And I was like, yo, this is dope. Um, So when I was playing it, I thought it was the coolest thing. Like, it, my mind was blown. The I didn't fully understand the story, but I mean, I'm gonna I'm 26. I still don't fully understand the fucking story no more. You bastard! Please like, explain to me. I kind of understand it, but it's, it's mean, just questions I understand upon it. questions. Yeah, exactly. Like you can understand the story and you understand what the characters have been through to get to that point of the story, but there's so much more in the background that you're like, wait, what does that mean? But <laughs> I we digress. Um. So playing it, I play through most of it, um, and I, I, I'm a fucking 11-year-old kid. I didn't fully understand the concept of, you know, <laughs> of, of tactics, basically, or like um, mechanical play. I didn't fully understand that because I was just like, I'm going in, I'm going to beat everything up. That was my thought process as an 11-year-old kid. Oh, my God. Like, no strategy, <laughs> no strategy whatsoever, no timing my magic. I was like, hit, hit, hit. You're the I worst. got hit a few times. I cure. Cure was only, only cost oh one God. bar. Did you at I least golden. block? Yes, I blocked. I uh, don't. Okay, thank God. Uh, I wasn't that stupid. Oh, my God. So Jesus so, Christ. So I spent like a week playing this game because, mind you, I was still in uh, uh, in school at the time. So most of the time I was in school, seven hours in school um, for you guys. And uh, I'm not sure how it is in like the UK and all that. So we'd spent it was school was 73. So. So at the time, again, they're living behind me. Uh, they live so many times behind me. Jesus Christ, how I think about it. So <laughs> I finally get to the end, right? And my, my older cousin at the time, because it was three brothers, and it was the older one that like basically owned all the gaming systems. So he's not there, but the younger one is, and he's the one I used to spend most time with. And I'm playing it, and I beat it, right? I did I did all the fights fights with Ansem, and and like the cutscene is playing, and you wanna know what fucking happens? What? The fucking game crashed on me. Wow. The game fucking crashed on me. I, through all those battles, I had done everything. I beat the game. And the game decides to crash on me. 
And for anyone not who listens, today, Andrew. not today. Anyone who listens to this podcast and is in older generations, we did not have anything as quick saving or the or the system saves for you through cutscenes. Nah, this was if you don't save at the right times, you are fucked if this game crashes. You're gonna have to redo everything. Oh yeah, you just gotta redo that boss section. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I mean, I gained all that experience. Kingdom Hearts is, is one of those games where if you gain all that experience, or actually, no, in Kingdom Hearts 2, they don't let you keep it after you go through all those fights. No, wait, do they? I forget. Which one? Which fights? The the, the Colosseum? The, no, the Xehanort fights. Coliseum? The last fight. No, you, you do keep them. Yeah, never mind. Um, I'm being stupid right now. I'm blanking out. But no, I was so upset. And for the longest time, I did not touch Kingdom Hearts 1. I don't think I touched Kingdom Hearts 1 again until I met you, Kevin. I, that's how upset I was at Oh, my that. God. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny. So, <laughs> okay, now we can transition into the beauty of gaming peak Kingdom Hearts 2. It took us a very long time to get to that. Well, I mean, for people who played the first one. I mean, as a kid, I... Didn't it take, like, five years? Yeah, it took five... No, like, yeah, five years. I mean... Yeah, it was five years. It wasn't that long. If anything, it took forever to get to Kingdom Hearts 3, because... Yeah, that one's the one that took forever. Well, what do we... Can we just hit a side note of all the games that came out after Kingdom Hearts 2 that weren't Kingdom Hearts 3? We... So, let's say we got 358 Days Over 2. We got Birth by Sleep. Um, we got what was it? Uh, you got recoded. You recode. Have Dream drop distance. Dream drop distance. You have um, chain of chain of memories. Chain, no. chain of memories. Re-chain chain of, of memories. memories. Then the the final mixes of each one: Kingdom Hearts one point five, Kingdom Hearts two point five. Then we then fucking <laughs> what was it twenty eighteen? They're like, the... guess what's coming. And you're thinking, like, Kingdom Hearts 3, and then they're like, Psych, 2.8. Like, excuse me, what, no yeah. What, yeah. What, what do you mean, 2.8? Why can't it be 3? <laughs> what, what do you mean I have to wait a couple more years for Kingdom Hearts 3? My favorite was the, the 3D one, where they're, like, 3D. It was on the 3D platform, but it was a play on the word because it was 3Ds, which meant dream drop distance. <laughs> Yo. You're a fucking idiot. That's what we call it, dream drop distance. You fucking... Yeah, that's why it's God called it. 3D, though. The game is called Kingdom Hearts 3D, which stands for dream for drop dream distance. For dream drop distance, because DDD. Yes. Oh, my God. That's the most stupidest pun I've ever heard. No, I don't... Don't blame me. Blame Square Enix. That's their marketing. What are you talking about? I didn't. That, I didn't make it like this, Pedro. Okay. But shouldn't that have been Kingdom Hearts three? It took place after Kingdom Hearts two. Nah. Technically, that was Kingdom Hearts three. Nah. They literally. You know what's really Yo. messed up about it? They called it Kingdom Hearts three D on purpose. I know. I know it. That's what they're I'm saying. Being, yeah. They're yeah, being they assholes. Did that on purpose. They're, they're trolling you. No, no more. I know no more had the final say. He's like, it's three, but not really three guys. No. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's not, it's three, but not three. It's after Kingdom Hearts 2, yes, but it's not Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh my I'm God. A, I'm going but... I'm I'm to I'm tell you this, though. The, the whole journey was just a dream by Yozora. Shut the fuck up. It's no. all just a dream. No, Sora's stop. not real. Stop. He's not real. Listen, he, Kevin. It was a no, dream. No, no. Listen. We're gonna Why do you think they a... both said no. the same thing stop. at the end? From the, the first line they say in Kingdom Hearts 1 is the last line that's being said in that stop, secret Kevin. movie. We, we will have Yo. a very special podcast. It probably has to be like 10 parts talking about Kingdom Hearts, the story, and everything we understand about it. But we would have to be very prepared, and I actually want to script some of those parts. But we will get to that. Please stop it, because my mind cannot take thinking about the story of Kingdom Hearts three and where it left us. How many more wait, questions? Wait, one last no more thing, left though. Us. One last thing, though. One last thing, though. 
that ending scene though is a oh my like, god back to back side to side like same reflection as uh, Final Fantasy versus thirteen. Stop. It's literally the same thing, Stop. Pedro. Oh my god. Any Tomorrow Ooh. can't let it go. He can't let it go. He can let it go. He, he lost it. it no, no, he didn't. <laughs> they t- they this was all a- part of his plan. <laughs> they take they him use- off one game and he can never forgive Square Enix. <laughs> <laughs> he he what if his whole plan was just to like make Kingdom Hearts a series in order to just make a platform for what he was going to make originally for versus 13 yeah <laughs> versus 13 <laughs> all the kingdom the, hearts series doesn't matter wait, wait, it was no. just the platform again from that did do you know how many directors kingdom hearts 15 has had Kingdom Hearts 15? You mean Final Fantasy 15? Final Fantasy 15. You're, the lines are blurring. Nomura is doing it. He's getting inside my head, Kevin. He's blurring the lines. I don't know what's what anymore. Get a hold of yourself. No, but do you know how many directors Final Fantasy 15 has had from all its projects? Didn't it have like two? Two or three? No. No, I'm talking about all the projects from the anime to the um oh, to the DLC no, to no, the, no, the game. Know. In no, total, no, no. I think it went through. Thir- it has gone through thirteen directors. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. I wasn't yeah, I counting that, the. I think they actually brought Nomura back for a specific one. No, I wasn't which, counting the movie or the anime, which probably pissed him off more. Oh my god! Okay, but I like fifteen as a game though. Wait, when it comes back to like gaming in general, I think for a while I kind of fell off gaming because um, I spent that while with you, those those few years with you. I believe it was the years between like 2012 to like like 2016 is when you moved away, or 2015. No, it was a little later than that. I think it was 2015 or 20. Wait, hold up, hold up, wait. <laughs> uh, 20. No, I think, yeah, you moved away in, like... Yeah, 20, it was 20, like, 15, 2016. Yeah, like, turning into 2016, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we spent a lot of time gaming together from picking up, trying to pick up Pokemon competitively because I didn't understand Pokemon competitively for the longest time. Yes, anyone who loves Pokemon, sue me. I didn't understand. I was just going, Earthquake, everything dies! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kevin, and then we start to... getting into Pokemon, and then yeah, and then we we oh, went back yeah. and back and forth um, playing uh, Kingdom Hearts two because you let me borrow your uh, your PlayStation two, which thank you by the way, that was super nice of you. Um, oh, no problem. So Kevin had let me borrow his PS two to replay some of my favorites, and I I fucking low life Kingdom Hearts two. Um, mind you, at the time I don't think I was doing that. I think it was right. I think that was like in 2014. I don't think I was doing anything. I don't. I didn't have anything going on, so it was perfect. So I spent like two weeks nonstop me playing Kimarsu, so me and him could geek out about it. I did like all the side missions. I beat Sephiroth, and you know what's really funny now thinking about it? My gaming skills have evolved to like to the point where you know I pay attention to all the small things such as you know timing and um invincibility frames and all that that goes into like these hack and slash games such as kingdom hearts and final fantasy 15 is i can now go anytime i replay kingdom hearts 2 i could i'm like level 45 and i'm like i'm gonna go beat sephiroth for the fuck of it and just get fenrir right off the bat it's so easy it's it's saddening to me at this point i mean yeah it's pretty easy you you really just need like skills don't you right like like the yeah basically skills. i mean once once you figure out his pattern is you you're i'm kind of more relaxed nowadays when i go back and play him <laughs> i even went back to just do it to beat him with um remember when i tried to beat him with uh winnie the pooh keyblade sweet memories mm-hmm. and i went back just to beat him with that just because i want to say i fucking beat tough with zero extra attack or any ability that that gave me any tactical advantage over him no uh, no yeah man like like another thing i really like doing too it's i don't know if you like doing it but i i kind of just i i got into it like 
really long time ago, and I don't know if you ever noticed it. I'm pretty sure you did, but I like speedrunning games when I've already played them, and I'm just like, okay, like let's go through it and see how fast I could go through it. And um, I've seen people like do it for charity as well, and I'm just like, damn, like that's nice of them, you know, like that's um, a nice thing to do. Like if I could get that to do for people, I would do it. So the I, I don't know if you remembered, but remember when I tried speedrunning Chain of Memories and I almost did it in the, it, the day before regionals. Yeah. So we so <laughs> oh fun, fun story about this. So um back in around 2013, I think me and Kevin and our other buddy Rudy, who's basically a co-creator of this show or producer, he he's working in the background of this podcast. So thank you to you, my dude. Um, me me and them were heavily invested in you. I mean, we, me and Rudy still kind of are. We're, we're trying to get this guy to get back into it. Um, and we would go to regional tournaments. And oh one night, <laughs> one of these times where we were going regional, we slept over at Rudy's house. And this guy's like, guys, I'm going to beat all of Chain of Memories in one night before we have to go. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, this guy's an idiot. There's no way he can beat this game. Mind you, you did not beat the game. I almost did, though. You Hold almost up. did. I was very so, close. Well, actually. I say this psychopath, I could only stay up to like 2 a.m. And I, the older I get, like 2 a.m. has become my threshold. If I go to sleep any later that, I'm like dead the next day. I'll still wake up early, but I'll be dying. And this guy stayed up till, what was it? We left at 5 a.m.? 6? Mm, yeah, we left pretty early because we had to catch no, yeah, the... It was 5 a.m. because it was still dark outside. Yeah, we had to catch the trains and the buses. So I go to they, bed. The buses don't run before 4 a.m. Dude, I go to bed and it's like 1, about to be 2. And I go to bed and I'm like on the couch beside him next to the TV and I go to sleep to Kingdom Hearts. I wake up and it's still the same picture of him sitting down and he's still playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I had to beat it. You don't you don't understand that I had Wait, to do it. <laughs> what, what, were, what were my first words to you when I woke up? I was like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah. <laughs> why, I was like, why are you still up? <laughs> I had to beat it. I remember being so dead though afterwards. No wait, I, we didn't beat it because we had to go and we had to catch a bus. But like, I I just felt so dead afterwards. So, what was that? You did that like for like, what three, four hours to get to almost end? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's because the thing that like slowed me down was that sometimes they would ask you for a certain amount of cards, uh-huh. and I couldn't. I didn't have that amount of cards, so I had to farm it. And sometimes it wouldn't come out. So, so, so the game was just like working again. The, the game time. was, yeah, a little RNG was messing me up. No, uh, it's like I, I think there's. See, I'm a very casual player, but when I get into a game, like I'll go full deep on it. Like Kingdom, any Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, most of the newer Final Fantasies I've really kept up with. Uh, maybe a few Except others. Like seven. Listen, okay. Okay, so look, listen, I, guys. I really think you could finish it because I think you're going to like it, but at the same time, I don't think you're gonna like it. Okay, so okay, so for anyone listening to understand what he's talking about, so Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. Um, I got the special edition, everything, and I started playing it when everybody was playing it. But the thing is, I know there's multiple um arcs in Final Fantasy 7 and my problem with me is I hate being in a game cuz I don't want the story to end and I'll I'll oh turn God. it off for as long as possible. I know the ending to 7 and honestly the main You know reason... the ending of 7 original but not 7 remake. Did they change it? Yes, they did. Pedro, it's not the whole 7 it's not. It, 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 there's still a lot to it. They well, didn't I know, change I know, the right. ending, but oh well, they that's... they change. I know. I okay. Never mind. I know what you're talking about now. It's it's not the ending, but it's ending to this specific it's arc the in the story. And final. That part. Yes, it's the ending to that part. Okay, so and... he, here's my thing, Kevin. So the reason I haven't gone back to it is because I love the second half of Final Fantasy VII much more. Because I love the parts where you're roaming Midgar with your party. 
and you know you learn more about the world and you have those interactions with the npcs that you can choose to do which it's amazing when i first started getting to jrpgs was i thought was to this day i think they japan japan's rpgs are on another level when it comes to like storytelling and like understanding characters um but i love that second half of them in midgar you know them on the run and you know trying to figure what the hell they're gonna do um yeah no okay so basically remake does end after the midgar potion it's just midgar right yeah and then afterwards if you remember correctly is an original is you meet you you meet the giant snake that's impaled through the tree yeah and then everyone freaks out, and everyone's like, oh my god, who could do this? And then Cloud's like, oh, Sephiroth, blah, blah. And it just basically show you how like strong Sephiroth is, that he was able to impale this giant-ass fucking snake <laughs> with a tree. Like, with a tree! It's all gory, too, in that in that like um, original part. It's like only magic what it looks like. See, this is... This is what I'm scared about, though. So Final Fantasy VII Remake was amazing, but, like, can they keep that free-roaming aspect yes, of it? I promise you, yes. If you were to finish it, Pedro, I promise you, you would not be left with, like... Your, your main concern Your main concern is, like, basically, like, it's going to end and you're going to have to wait, which I guess it's, a, it's it, for that, a lot of people... Bummer. They have especially to wait, with, but, with co- but especially with COVID right now, like the the fact that everything has been put on delay, it's upsetting to me because I'm like, not, I not, want not, not seven. It. It's they're they're still working on it. They just they're, still working, on it. they're working on the, the other part. They're, it's all like going, but you you will be left with like wondering and theories, okay. and that's the beautiful part of it. All right, Kevin, I promise you because I have work the next two days after this, but I have three days off. I'll beat seven and finally kick kick that out like, of the way i just want to i just want to know your because you, you, i know there, there's a character in there that you really love and i want to know your opinions on it oh no oh no i don't even know what you're talking i already know what you're talking about no no i don't want to live this and trauma then, and then on i don't want to relive this trauma kevin on top of that, you have I'm like, start, dude. I'm honestly gonna start crying just thinking. You about probably it. will. You probably will. And then, and then you have like all this stuff that happens in between, right? And it's like, wait, didn't this happen in a different time? And then you, it turns out that it, it it's just a bunch of like, it, it'll, it'll, it'll get you thinking. It's a bunch sure, of story like, beats guess, like one a, after an hour. You're mm-hmm, like, wait, hold yeah. up. It's a bunch of um things and then um after you're done um we could talk about how um there's theories for example you already passed this you already passed this part of the game because you told me you're like in chapter 12 or or something like um when cloud wakes up in remake in the church right yeah i don't know if you noticed it but there's um there's a he's talking to himself essentially right and if you notice that dialogue, it says, get up. You already done this before. Oh, yeah. I know. I didn't. I noticed that part. Yeah. And I so know exactly what you're So who's the other cloud at? talking to him about? Is it original cloud? Is it remake cloud? Is remake or, cloud talking to original cloud? Or, Yo, like, let's or, go. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. Well, um, so, okay. So from this, I want to hit on um, a different idea that now I have. Um, later on, for anyone listening and who loves um, Final Fantasy, I think you all know the game that I'm about to bring up next. So I want a whole podcast dedicated to this because this game, now that I think about it, this game is what established the, the whole premise of a hero for me or what it means to be a hero. And it made me understand that sometimes heroes do not get that, that ending that you were expecting. And Kevin, from the way I'm wearing this, I think you already know what I'm talking about. Which the, one? There's the, a lot of them. <laughs> God, Jesus is it, Christ. Is it no. nine? You you know what I'm talking about. Is it 13? The, the, <laughs> the sad story that is Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When, so, 
originally before I started the podcast, I want I was gonna make a whole video about it. But now that I have the podcast, I want to dedicate a whole podcast to this because my thoughts on this game go above and beyond. Like when it comes to um, Final Fantasy games, I love Final Fantasy and I love some of the games, you know, especially nowadays. A lot of people um, have seen me talk about it back then when Final Fantasy 15 came out. A lot of people were like, oh, this is mean Final Fantasy 15 is your favorite game. And every time I had to go. I love Final Fantasy 15. It has a special place in my heart for many reasons, but Final Fantasy 7 Crisis Core just tugs at me whenever I think about it. Just the story and how you know, it develops. It breaks you know what, my heart. Just, just, just don't play 7 then. Let's just watch the ending. <laughs> Stop. Get your reaction to it. It'll be fun. No. I'll play. I'll finish it. But anyways... Oh, Jesus Christ, Kevin. You're making me go through the motions right now talking about all these games. It's not my fault you haven't finished it. You could have, it could have all been over with, and you could have just been like, yep. No, yep. okay. That was beautiful. It's better right now because if if it's, it is what you're hinting at, then I'll want to make a podcast on it because then I would have just talked to you about it and it would have been done in there. But now I can share my thoughts to many different people and be like, my yep, God, nah, that was beautiful. Now you got to finish it, and yep. <laughs> yeah you, i don't know like i don't know like you might like it you might not like it i don't know I, I i know it got like a lot of mixed reviews on people you know i mean if you want to talk about mixed reviews we can make a whole podcast about the last of us and the last of us 2 specifically <laughs> the last of us 2 wait have you played the last of us 2 no i haven't you play it you played the last of us though right yeah, yeah. So that okay. shit scared me the first time I played it. I'm not gonna lie. I like the whole concept of that game, though. That, that game was uh, another peak of storytelling over here in in the West. But no, it was just definitely different. I mean, not too different, but like the whole virus being a fungus plant, like yeah. that's crazy. It's not so, like your generic zombie, you know, like it's a virus kind of thing. You know, it, it, it's actually coming from like a cordyceps. Oh, that's what they're called, cordyceps. But you know, yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah, it's an actual thing, that, which is terrifying. But, and the ants, though, only in yeah. ants. I, I've seen it in prey mantis too. There's viruses really? that, yeah, that Did take over just, their like, whole body. Stick bodies. out of their heads, like, it's like no, no, not it doesn't stores. stick out of their heads, but like, um, there's this video. I don't know why we're talking about this, but no, there's <laughs> there's this video if you look it up of of a. Um, a bacteria that goes inside prey mantises and it, and basically takes over the mind. And this one guy like puts the prey mantis in water and that thing comes out. It's terrifying. Really? Ew. Yeah, look it up after this. Oh my um, god. But anyway, so we've been here for a while, so we'll continue this at another time. I'll say my final thoughts, but um my final thoughts finish seven. <laughs> yes, I'll finish seven for anyone and anyone who ever listens to this. So when it comes to gaming, when it comes to the realm of gaming, um, I think a lot of times it's been very misunderstood, especially with when, you know, there are those memes when gamers would get mad or, you know, they throw the controllers. But a lot of people people have Nowadays come... Nowadays it's worse, though. Yeah. Yeah, because there's people that do um, scandalous shit and basically, you know what I mean, they, like, ruin... The community and ruin how yeah, people, you people I know that play ex- games, essentially. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, the whole, you know, the recent Smash Brothers commu- community um, thing that came out with a lot of, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, I mean it's not out. just that community, but... Every, yeah, every, yeah, there's like, been like, other there's communities that have been called out for it. You know, it's very disgusting. And yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Uh, but and it, and it makes everyone look fucking disgusting but you know not everyone's it's, it's a bad not person. the case yeah so all right so here are my closing thoughts for this podcast um thank you kevin for coming on uh by the way thank you for having me don't close this out after i'm finished and say goodbye because um the the file has to upload um oh so i gotta stay here just for a little bit um oh, okay so but my final thoughts when it comes to gaming gaming had came along and i think it really took the west by storm when it came to games such as like final fantasy 7 final fantasy um crisis core uh kingdom hearts the last of us and all that 
and it left an impression on us, like myself and you, um, which it found stories that we want to explore and characters that we've never heard of before. And I think uh, nowadays people are starting to understand like the power gaming can have and the the realms it could reach or in these worlds that you wish were real and wish could come to life and yeah, somewhere it's an out escape. there. Yeah, it's another escape. But um, when it comes down to it, I'll say what I've always told people when they ask me, like, why I read like anime or why I get so much into mangas? Because when you really think about the concept of creation, when you create this world somewhere out there, it it exists for these characters somewhere. These characters are alive and we like to hold on to that to think that they're out there living their life and hoping they're fine. And, you know, people have found escapism and feeling um, connecting themselves with these characters. And I just hope, you know, anyone who listens to this and if you love gaming and, you know, you've ever been bullied or made fun of, or, you know, you've dated people who didn't fully understand why you love gaming so much. Don't ever let that get to you. And I hope, you know, you continue doing what you love and you keep on playing games. You keep on discovering new genres and video games that you love to death and you know keep growing as a person because these games do allow you to grow whether it be books whether it be um, movies you know every type of medium lets you discover a new piece of yourself um so yeah hope you guys have a great time and thank you for listening say bye kevin later